Shabbos Daf Tzadik Beis. Please send me in some emails with pictures, or even without pictures, telling me where you learned 8 Minute Daf, how it inspired you, your name, where you live. I'll try to read it out. We learned the amazing halacha about a person who steals a pouch of money. As he lifts it up, he's over on Geneva. When he takes it out from Shusayachat Rishasarabim, he's over on Eitzah. Those two things happen at two different times. However, if he dragged the pouch out from Shusayachat Rishasarabim, stealing the money, and the Isra Shabbos comes simultaneously, and then we say, He's only Chayiv on the greater Isra, which is, which is Isra Shabbos, which is the Chayiv Misa, versus the money. Rabbi Yochanan holds, Eget, Klishme Eget. Everything that's in this pouch goes by the pouch, and not what's in the pouch. So all the money is in the pouch, and you're only Chayiv once the entire pouch comes out of the Rishul Sayyachid into the Rishul Rabbim. However, if the opening of the pouch faces the Rishul Rabbim, and he has access to the money, he's Chayiv on Gneva before the pouch comes out completely, because he could access the money. So they don't happen simultaneously. However, if the pouch is flipped over, although he has access from the back, but we're dealing with larger pieces of silver, says the Gemara, and therefore we go by the money, since some of the silver is in the Rishayachid, he's not chayav until everything comes out. The Gemara says, what about the shnatzim, these drawstrings that close the pouch? If part of the shnatzim were inside Rishayachid, that would mean, and the entire pouch is considered Rishayachid, you have to say that the shnatzim were folded over, or there are no shnatzim at all. Abaye and Rava, reverse their shitas later on in life. And Rava holds that Eged Kli Shmei Eged, and Abai says Eged Kli Loi Shmei Eged. Therefore, we have to flip a memra of a machalik between Abai and Rava. Rava holds that if you have something in your hand and you go from Rishus HaYachid to Rishus HaRabim, since Eged Guf Loi Shmei Eged, your hand doesn't go by your body, so you're chayev right away by putting it into Rosh Hashanah. We're talking about that your hand is within three tefachim of the Rosh Hashanah. So it's as if you did Hanacha. And Abayah says the reverse. Now we're going to be dealing with the halacha of Lachar Yad. We all know the halacha. If you touch muksa with your elbow, perhaps you're not chayev. It comes from this Mishnah. You are chayev on Yitzah when you do it in the typical manner. You carry it with your right hand, with your left hand. You carry it in your chest like you carry a baby. You carry it on your shoulders like B'nai Kahasted in the Midbar. But what if you carried something on your feet, in your mouth, if it's not food, in your marpeg, according to Taisfus, armpit, or in your elbow, you carry something in your ear, or in your hair, or you have an upside-down money belt. You carry it between your belt and your garment, and in your shoe or sandal, these are all Shalai Kederach, and you are Potter. Blessed says, although Rosh Hashanah is up to 10 Tfachim, if you carry something above 10 Tfachim, and that's how B'nai Kaz did, you are Chayib. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu must have been at least 10 Amas high, which is about 20 feet tall. And that is because Moshe Rabbeinu himself put the Uriah's HaMishkan on top of the Mishkan, and that was 10 Amas high. Therefore, we can assume that all of them were approximately 10 Amas tall. And they carried the Mizbeach on their shoulders. And we know, Mizbeach was ten amos, and you typically carry something two thirds below your shoulder and one third above. That would leave three point three amos, which is twenty tefachim between the bottom of the mizbeach and the ground. And we're looking for a riot that they carried above ten tefachim. Here's a riot that they carried almost twenty tefachim. Now, if you're going to tell me that Moshe Rabbeinu was different, he was really tall, because the shchinu shoyranim and somebody who does the shchinu shoyranim has to be 
taller and wealthier and smarter and stronger than everybody else. So I'll say, okay, let's say that all the Levim were average height. There were three Amas, approximately six feet tall. But don't forget, they also carried the Aron. The Aron was only nine Tfachim. Plus the Kapiris, another temple, but there's nine Tfachim. And if you do two-thirds below their shoulder and one-third above the shoulder, it comes out that there was 11.3 Tfachim between the bottom of the Aron and the ground because their shoulder was approximately 18 Tfachim tall. Rebchia says that even Anche Hutzel, the people of Hutzel used to carry things on their heads like barrels of wine and oil. If someone like that went out on Shabbos, with something on his head, he would be positive because they are the minority and we don't go by them. If somebody wanted to take out a fanny pack, a wallet, and put it in back of him and it came out to go to the front of him, he is chayiv because he only intended to do a shmirah prusa to watch it, not the best way. In front is a much better shmirah and therefore he's certainly chayiv. But in the reverse, he tried to put it on the front, and it flipped to his back, he is potter because it went from a shmir me'ula to a shmira chusa. And according to Rebbe Lazar, it's two different mandarmim saying this. The Mishnah says an interesting lashon, be'emes amru, the Gemara tells us that means this is halacha, a woman who wears some sort of undergarment, right, she says it's like pants, and she puts like a spoon or something between her pants and herself. The typical derech is that it's going to reverse, it could go from the front to the back. And therefore, she is chayev, because that is the derech. Rebuda says even the male couriers who run and bring letters for the king, they have a tube, they put the letter in, and that, that tube could flip from the front to the back, from the back to the front, and therefore they're chayev. According to everybody, if somebody put something, a fanny pack on his back, and it remained on his back, according to everybody, he's chayev because his intention was done as he intended. According to everybody, if you do something to Yad, you carry something on your ear, you are potter. The Machlechus says, if your, the belt is flipped over, your money belt is flipped over. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that's similar to somebody who went out l'chatchila putting his money belt on his back and it stayed on his back and he's chayev. According to Chacham, that's still considered kilacharyad. That's not the normal way to wear a money belt because the money could fall out if it's upside down. Therefore, you are potter. The Mishnah tells us, two people who've done a malacha, who carried out a loaf of bread, for instance, and they both could carry it by themselves. It's very strange for two people to carry something really light. Therefore, according to the time of our Mishnah, Rabbi Yudah, they are potter, according to Rabbi Shimon as well, potter because it's very unusual to carry like that. However, if it's an extremely heavy item, like a beam, like Iguli Dvela, where one person by himself can't carry it, you need a second person. So that's the normal way to carry it with two people. So according to Rabbi Shimon, you're potter. He has a special limud, as we're going to see tomorrow. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, and Remeir, you're chayv. What about a case where one person is really strong, he could carry the other person, he's carrying with one finger, he's not that strong. According to everybody, the person who could carry it, is capable of carrying it, he is chayev, and the second person is potter. Have a wonderful day.